Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Oh, happy Friday, TGIF, heading into what is going to be a sunny, glorious weekend in November. We have been spoiled these last two weekends. Just rotten. <laughs> Just <love> spoiled <laughs> rotten, and I'm here for it. So this weekend, another glorious one. It's going to be 22 degrees tomorrow. Might be time to crack a beer. Yeah, like a <laughs> sit on the patio and crack a beer kind of weather. Mm-hmm. So Stuntman Stu is off today, and you know how it always goes, like when someone or maybe you are away at the office. It always happens to be the day that fun arrived like someone orders a pizza lunch or someone brings in coffee for the whole crew mm-hmm. and you miss it because it happened on your day off. Well, today, Stu is the weakest link who is missing <laughs> out because on his day off, our friends at the Ottawa 67s have dropped off some beer for us. I love that we're getting beer this early in the morning. <laughs> we were like, we got beer? Like, yeah, why? Because we six packs. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So we have six packs of Bud Light because we have to tell you that tonight uh, they are making a run for, like, basically the, this is the best OHL record that they've had. 10 and 1 um they're as they enter tonight's game. Wow. Yeah. 10 1 and 0. So wow. They're celebrating, and we're celebrating. They're taking on the Peterborough Pete's tomorrow night, or was it tonight? It's tonight, I think. Tonight, and then tomorrow's... Oh, wait. Tonight's the Barry Colts. Tomorrow's Peterborough Pete's. So tonight, though, the promo at the game is they're selling 355 mil cans of Bud for $2.50. That's unheard of. Like norm, like like what? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've been to an event in Ottawa where beer hasn't cost me ten bucks in years. <laughs> so when you went to the Sens game, how much was your mm-hmm. twisted teas and your beers? You yeah, guys, yeah, I think they were close to twelve bucks each. Yeah, holy man, I haven't been out in a while. <laughs> <laughs> they were like around. Bucks. They were definitely over ten. It was like eleven, twelve dollars. Yeah, oh I, my. I just kind of was trying not to look at yeah. the, the price tag, to be completely honest. Priceless! <laughs> <laughs> that fun is priceless. Yeah, so if you are going to the 67s game tonight, take advantage of that. Thank you to the 67s for our beer. Some parents might need a little beer after today. Day one of mm. uh, online learning, I guess, for some. As the strike goes into effect today, indefinitely. So it starts today with... Um, Basically, just setting yourself up today. It's asynchronous learning. And then if it rolls into next week, your kids, uh, if your board is affected, will be synchronous learning back to virtual class as of Monday. For who knows how long. For who knows how long. Yeah. how long this lasts. So might be time for a cold one. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Well, Stu is off today, but he has sent us his useless fact of the day so we can still deliver it to you, his followers, his worshipers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and as always, once we read out his fact, you're going to send in your scores. Text them into 10 on a scale of 1 to 10 with your name, your unique handle, what you thought of his fact today. Actually, I'm going to just go into this thing. It's pretty good. It is. Yeah, no, this is a great fact. We really had to like do a deep dive and go, is that true? Mm -hmm. And it made us think, and it actually is going to be something that resonates with me. So here we go. I don't want to build it up too much like he does. (laughs) Mind-blowing. All right. Stu's useless fact of the day. If you started with one cent and doubled your money every day, it would take about 27, 28 days to become a millionaire. Unbelievable. 
Like I had to go and find the yeah. chart to 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 show me how you could possibly get there because I'm thinking, yeah, hey, one cent turns into two cents, turns into four cents, turns into eight cents. Like yeah. we're not getting anywhere fast here, right? But by day sixteen, you have three hundred twenty-seven dollars. You double that. Day seventeen, six hundred fifty-five. You see where this is going. You keep doubling your money yeah. every single day. So yeah, by uh, day uh, twenty-eight here, it says one point three million dollars, basically. Unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you're gonna manage to double your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you could do it in a month. You could become a millionaire in a month. In a month. This is a takeaway for millennials. I mean, start doing it now, you know, and uh, in, in 28 years, <laughs> you could be retiring. <laughs> you never know. All right. What did you think of that fact today? It is a little bit like, oh, okay, that's pretty good to know. I mean, it's not like unattainable to become a millionaire. No. <laughs> Let's just like say instead of doing it your whole every day, mm-hmm. every year, if you doubled your money, there you go. That's like maybe more manageable. Yeah, start yeah. with your kids when they're young. Yeah, like if someone's pregnant right now, do this, and by the time your kid is like not even thirty, they're gonna have like a million dollar little nest egg. Mm-hmm. I think it's brilliant. Um, okay, so what do you think of that fact today? Texting your scores to ten zero thirty. Let's check how we did. What do we got? We got a uh, 9.5. That's cool. If only I could do that, says Sharon the Tired. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. It's, it's like nice if we could do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you get into being able to double $10,000 in a day, I mean. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for you if you can get it. All right. So uh, we have uh, Dump Track Mike saying it's a 9 out of 10. Great week for Stu. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. Dad's little Finlander. God, I wish I could afford to do that. Sounds mm. like a uh, SAT question, but totally interesting giving it a 10 this morning. Early morning, kids. Start saving now. This could be you. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving that a 10. Great fact for a Friday, they say. Uh, from the soon-to-be Canadian, that's a 10 from me. Oh, congratulations to whoever that is. Welcome. <laughs> uh, rich fact, says Diva Cloud, giving it a 10 as well. Mm, Hall of Famer Boss Traveler. Wow. That is a great fact, but I don't me, I don't see me becoming a millionaire. I give you a 10 still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cranky Craig says, easy to double it when the amount is low and then not attainable. <laughs> yeah. Giving it a 6, actually. <laughs> Um, Hall of Famer Augusto was, uh, says he's not, it was not mind blowing, but if you could do this for me, that would be great. (laughs) Just do the work for me. That'd be great. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Just passing along the information that you need to know if you're going to be driving anywhere this weekend, and certainly with this weather, some of you might be, uh, it's going to cost you more to fill up the gas tank as you head into the weekend. So plan accordingly. Our gas wizard, Dan McTagg, says gas prices are going to increase nine cents a liter in Ottawa. Oh, how wonderful. Uh-huh. Over the next two days. So jumping four cents a liter today and then another five cents a liter on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, did we even come down from the last huge jump that we had? I don't know. It's uh, 177 by Saturday, it's saying. Oh, man. So, yeah. And just a reminder for whatever your weekend plans are, it's daylight savings time. Mm, oh, yes, it is. We get an extra hour. So clocks go back on Sunday morning at 2 a.m. or Saturday night if you're still up partying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're going to have an extra hour before last call. Um and a chance to wake up with the sunrise. Yeah, I don't like. Th- sure, we get that extra hour, but what? The sun's gonna set now at mm. 
four thirty, five o'clock. It's very dark and dirty by three. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be nice. Yeah, I mean, every year, you know, our daylight savings time, the great debate. Is it good? Is it useful? Is it something we should get rid of? And yet we still live through it all the time. Although this is the one I prefer. I like to fall back. It's easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, You're I'm, all for it. Yeah. I won't see that hour, but I, I'm all for it. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Stunt and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. We all get to a point in our life where we realize, oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> the things that we're able to believe as children are amazing. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes they're planted in there from brothers and sisters and parents who are telling us white lies to get them to just do to behave mm-hmm. better, usually. But also sometimes we just kind of think these things up yeah. on our own as kids. Or sometimes the neighborhood friends or the school friends convince us of this ridiculous stuff. And yeah. we're like, no, no, it's for real. Joey told me. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly had this like unbelievable belief that um, you could actually dig through the entire earth and you could like eventually that there would be a highway, a super highway that would take you <laughs> at the core. It <laughs> <laughs> would take you through the earth and get you to the other side. And I believed that it was doable. It would happen in my lifetime. And that if you dug a hole through Canada, you'd wind up in, in China. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close to being true. No. I actually looked up to see like what's on the other side of Canada. Technically, if this was even a possibility, Uh, It depends, because Canada's huge, right? So it's Antarctica, Australia, or France. So that's where you can dig with a spoon, too? Yeah, that's what they (laughs) say. (laughs) Nowhere near China. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it doesn't seem so far-fetched when you're a kid. You don't know where China is. Um, So one of the things that I full-on bought when I was a kid, I'm pretty sure my mom told me that. I mean, we had a cottage growing up up in Manawaki, and uh, the lake that we were on, there's a ton of frogs. Like We were always catching frogs. We had frog pets everywhere, like all the time, and toads. And my mom always told me the whole thing about, well, when you hold a toad, you're going to get warts all over your hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I full on believed that. And so much so that I still tell my kids that (laughs) this day. And it was only very recently, this past summer... When my daughter had caught a toad and she was going to let, you know, my little guy hold it. And I was like, no, no, you're all going to get warts. And then someone was like, you know, that's not true, right? (laughs) And I was like, no, my mom told me that I believe it's true that toads will give you warts. Apparently, according to WebMD, there is not a single incident of a person ever developing warts from exposure to toads. (laughs) And in fact, uh, species to species, like you can get a virus, but you can't cross species it. So basically, you can like horses can transmit to horses, dogs to dogs, right? Toads to toads. We cannot get warts from other animals. We can only get them from other humans. Yeah, yeah. I've been reading about it all morning. I'm fascinated oh now. Gosh. And I'm a liar. Like, I projected the lie onto my own children. Do you so think your you mom go. believed it or do you think she made it up? 100% she believed it, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure. Oh, my. All right. So we're asking you, what is something that you believed as a child that turned out not to be entirely correct? 
you guys have us laughing this morning. Honestly, some of these are like good. They're good things to tell your kids to get them to. Be- yeah. <laughs> sort of I mean, it's OK. You have a long time before they figure out it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to those coming up next. But give us a call at 750-1100 or text it in at 10 30 if you have that. Kim, she has a warning for us all about crust, man. Crust man. And we're going to find out who that is in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> uh, but Lisa, what was it that uh, you believed as a kid? So not something that I believed, but something that I told my kids was when they told a lie, their ears turned red. Oh. So for the first five years of their life, when they told a lie, they covered their ears. Oh. <laughs> it's like the whole thing with your nose too. Your nose will grow yeah, and that whole thing. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's right. <laughs> we would have a good chuckle every single time. And they were always so blown away how we knew every single time. <laughs> so now what did you believe as a kid that you thought was true, but turned out to not be? So it's actually not me. It was my husband. Okay. Um, before we were married, uh, we were in, we were in university. We met then. And uh, we were watching this spider at one point making his web. And um, he was saying that it was cruel that I would let this spider continue to make a web. It was in it because they only have a limited amount of web. <laughs> like Spider-Man. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetie, but no. <laughs> they make their web, like, in, you know, in that little bulb abdomen part of their butt. Like, they make it. And he was like, no, 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 no. My teacher told me when I was a kid, they have a limited amount of web. So it's just like all in there. And when they use it up, they have no more. And it's always when they want to swing from building to building, they run out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So we, of course, looked it up. And then uh, he learned about the spinnerets in spiders. <laughs> Uh, you got to love it when you learn things <laughs> late in life. Honey. And you got to love it when you can school your own husband on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Krista says that she believed this for far too long. I love this, though, that um, she believed that vehicles had an eject button. <gasps> oh, like Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> she said, my dad told me that uh, if my brother, like, told this to her and her brother, that their car had one. So if they misbehaved, that the car <laughs> would just, like, that he would just threaten to push it and, like, they would be ejected. <laughs> That's one way to get through a quiet road trip. (laughs) And Jody, oh my gosh, this is just classic brother move. She said her brother told her that if she kept in her farts, that they would then fart inside of her and poison her and she would die. Oh my God. (laughs) So if she had to fart, she had to fart and she would let it out. And then at school, she became Jody Barton Hill to Jody Farton Hill or Farton Barton. Oh no. (laughs) Kids are so mean. Oh are. gosh, brothers and sisters are so mean. You were adopted. Like yeah. they got all kinds of things they say to us. Uh, so Kim says for her, she never liked eating the crusts off any bread growing up. Oh my gosh, every mm, parent yeah, knows this struggle. battle. So her parents told her that if she didn't eat them, crust man would come for her. <laughs> What they said he would do to me, I don't really remember. But I do remember one time we're sitting at the dining room table. And as usual, I wasn't eating my crusts. Then the doorbell rang and I freaked out thinking it was crust man. Oh, my God. And I always ate the crusts after that. (laughs) Waste not one. There you go. I'm just trying to think what crust man would look like. 
I, I picture him like wrapped it, like a mummy in like crusts, you know, like bandages, like just okay, all around him. Okay. I, was, <laughs> with, I picture him with like a chef's hat on for some oh, reason. Too. Like <laughs> Chef Boyardee? <laughs> just like all made up of crusts, though. I don't know. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, co- coinciding with that movie, E.T.'s 40th anniversary year. Wow. God. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's classic 1982 film about a stranded extraterrestrial bid to return home was, of course, at its time nominated for nine Academy Awards. It won four, including for Best Visual Effects, certainly because they made an alien. I mean, that thing was incredible for its time. This uh, original mechanical model of E.T. is going on sale as part of the Icons and Idols big Hollywood auction. So this was essentially like a mechanical robot of sorts. It features 85 different points of movement that was operated by 12 animators. Oh my gosh. To make E.T. do his thing. Uh, It was regarded at its time for being this engineering masterpiece. But yeah, going up at auction, it's expected to fetch Three million dollars. Wow. For a little easy. Does it still work? I would imagine. It'd be cool if you could still like, you know, <laughs> make him do stuff. That'd be an awesome Halloween costume <laughs> again. And it's been a banner year for Ryan Reynolds already. Uh, yesterday we were talking about him a lot. He's rumored to be interested in buying our Ottawa Senators. And today is another day for Ryan and just another accolade. Uh, he is going to be the recipient, it was announced, of this year's People's Icon Award at the People's Choice Awards. Oh, okay. So they say this about Ryan. In any endeavor, whether it's acting, producing, marketing or business, Ryan Reynolds has the unique ability to create joy and authentically connect with his audience. Very true. Absolutely. He's received many accolades over the years, but in these, and it's these innate qualities that makes him so beloved. Very, very true. Uh, so past recipients of the People's Icon Award include Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Aniston, Melissa McCarthy, Halle Berry. Okay. So. Yeah, he's in good company. Mm -hmm. Good job, Ryan. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by Defalco's for brewers and winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, it is time to play Word Wars. Stu is not here today, so I will play for both contestants. All right, so Chantal got through first, so we will let her pick her categories. Hello, Chantal. Hi. Hi. So you get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are, and you decide which one you go you go with. Okay. 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 So thank you to Brent Whiten who sent in our categories this morning. We have things that you put in the fridge or things that you put in the closet. Put in the fridge. Things you put in the fridge. All right. Here we go. This comes from a cow. Milk. You crack these. You what? Crack these. Eggs? Yes. Uh, this jiggles, and people like to eat no? it. Yeah. Uh, and this is, um, you have it in the morning. It's not apple, but... Orange? Orange what? Yep. Uh, ketchup, mustard, mayo. Those Relic? are No, those are all types of... Condiments? Yes. Uh, and you. this sizzles beside your eggs. Bacon? Yeah. And then if you're eating dinner again the next day, you're uh. eating... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, after the buzzer, but you guys did really good. Solid. Uh, Sticks. Yay. Almost perfect. All Hang right. on the line, and we'll see how that holds up. 
Okay. Right. We're going to Angie. Angie. Hey. Good morning. Angie. Good morning. Hi. Hi. So, Angie, we have to have a perfect game to clinch the win for sure, okay? Okay. <laughs> and again, our category is things you put in the closet. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. You wear these. They're your shoes? No, like just pants, shoes? shirts, or pants? All- all types of clothes. Yes, and you put them on this to put them in the closet. Yep, yeah, good. Uh, you wear these on your feet, not shoes, but winter boots. Yes, boots. and you sweep with a a broom. Yeah, and you go over your carpet with a, a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah, and you wear this in the winter. Your heavy a jacket. No, it's a heavier Coat. one. Yep, and then you use this to make things white in the laundry. Uh, Javix. Oh. Bleach is what we were looking Bleach, for. Bleach, but that's uh, oh. a tie. That's it a tie. Is. It's a tiebreaker, so hang on the oh. line. Man, okay. we're close today. I All right. Know. All right. So we are going to go for a high dice roll for the win. So Chantel will roll for her first. A four. That's not very high. <laughs> that's <laughs> super high. All right. And Angie, 17. Okay. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. So tell Angie what she's scored today. We are sending you off to the movies. We've got a pair of passes, treats for two to Landmark Cinema for movies lovers. And uh, for tickets and showtimes, head to landmarkcinemas.com. Oh, thank you. Enjoy. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Time to debate another aspect of our lives. This one has been uh, going viral. And we want to know, do you brush your teeth before or after breakfast? Huh, people are debating this? <laughs> yeah. It's funny yes. how we debate like basic human <laughs> behavior every day online. Um before or after breakfast before always like i mean for me it's like i know it's the first thing i do out of the shower Mm -hmm. so i mean i get out of the shower brush my teeth right away and then continue on with that process then i go upstairs and do the whole thing for the day but um i can't i don't i don't think i could wait until after I've eaten breakfast. Like, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I want to do is brush my teeth. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Like, it, like morning breath is a thing for Blech. a reason. Mm-hmm. And typically, I mean, for work, I'm waking up, I'm brushing my teeth, and I'm running out the door. And I don't eat really yeah. anything. So, it doesn't really... Like, I'm definitely not eating before breakfast. But However, then, on, the on, weekend, the weekend, on the weekend is when I would say that I might be the actual opposite of this because we will wake up on the weekends and uh, whoever takes the dog out starts a pot of coffee and then brings the coffee back to the bedroom where we proceed to have like a very relaxed morning and just watch a show or a movie, have coffee. And I'm absolutely not brushing my teeth before I do that. No, 100%. Like I'm different. Yeah. I'll, I'll get up, go right down, grab a coffee, sit on the couch, you know, watch shows, go through the phone, whatever. But yeah. And like I'm, but hygiene goes out the window on the weekends. <laughs> I mean, I really only am getting dressed late in the day too, if I don't have anything going on. So I might not even brush my teeth till like later, later. I will be completely honest too. Like if we're not leaving the house, like yeah. sometimes we'll be leaving the house later in the afternoon. I was like, oh wait, I got to brush my teeth. And Adam looks at me, he's like, 
You, you mean, didn't do that yet? It's been like six hours and you haven't brushed your teeth yet? Like, well, if he couldn't tell, you're winning. <laughs> what do the experts say you're supposed to do? Because there's always an expert that wants to tell you what to do. Well, there are arguments for both ways. They say you absolutely should be brushing your teeth the first thing you do before you wake up because breakfast contains a lot of sugar and the bacteria still on your teeth from the night before will thrive off of that sugar. So you're just going to create this like really gross breeding ground. Oh. But then you think about it, I mean, there's food particles you eat afterwards and there's still going to be bacteria in your mouth after you have it. So yeah. I guess now they're saying, like, basically we should be brushing before and after. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Who's got the time? 14 times a day. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Cher. Miss Cher is turning back time with her new love interest. Oh? I think for a lot of people, it'll always be Sonny and Cher. But that ship has sailed. Obviously, he's passed on. But she has not had a lot of different high-profile relationships over the years. Miss Cher is now 76 years old. Okay. And her new boyfriend is a music producer by the name of Alexander Edwards. He is 36. (laughs) They were photographed headed out to dinner in West Hollywood last night, holding hands, getting all cuddly and kissy. That's 40 years? Just to put this all into perspective. Yes, she's 76. He's 36. Her child, Chaz, is now 53. (laughs) His child is three years old. (gasps) Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's a big gap. So his child uh, was with his former girlfriend, Amber Rose, who you may remember. we we know. (laughs) Used to date Kanye West as well. Speaking of Kanye West, what is Kanye up to lately after losing two point whatever billion dollars? (laughs) Well, he has announced that he is detoxing himself. So he has claimed he's going to give up um, porn, sex, drinking, and talking for an entire month. Talking. The man's going to be quiet? He's going on a verbal fast, he uh, says. A 30-day cleanse. No alcohol, no adult fi- adult films, no intercourse. And uh, got right on Twitter to tell everybody about it in all 140 characters. <laughs> so this man says he's not going to be talking to his children for a month? Like, he's um, just going <laughs> to... Yeah, I guess, right? Like, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? how is he going to talk to Northwest? Like, that how seems is he like talk? a bad idea. Oh, my Lord. There's no way he does this. He, he doesn't fast. There's no way. I mean, let's all face it, he should. Yeah. <laughs> but... He should just have, like, his phone taken away from him. Yeah. Like, we, what we don't need to see is his tweets and his Instagram posts. And Yeah. Well, he follows... Followed that all up with about seven tweets. So we're not going to lose him on Twitter. Don't you worry. And that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Oh, this is such a feel-good Friday story and kind of a miraculous one at that. So when Catherine and her daughter Piper got home from trick-or-treating in Hawkesbury after Halloween night... Uh, They found Piper had collected more than just her candy. So she's doing the thing where you dump out the bag. And I don't know if your kids are like my kids, but they sort everything into the piles. All the coffee crisp here, all the Kit Kats here. Well, Piper was doing that. Happened to find, amongst her collection of sweets, a ring. 
Oh. Initially, she thought it was a toy ring. You know, you sometimes get yeah, little toys in there. Yeah. Um, but her parents were like, no, this is real. <laughs> this is the real deal. So right away, they say their hearts sank. And Piper told her mom, we need to find the owner somehow. So the family reported the found ring to the OPP the next day. And the ring's owner, Diane Swanson, had also called police in hopes that somehow her ring had been found. What is so crazy about this story is that Catherine, Piper's mom, who got the ring in her Halloween bag, happens to also work at the Hawkesbury OPP detachment. Oh. She's the one who took the call from Diane about her lost ring. Come on. (laughs) She's like, I think I interrupted her (laughs) mid-sentence and just said, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I think I have good news for you. I think you're who I need. So clearly, somehow, when Diane was putting the candy in the Piper's bag her ring slipped off wow. don't know how that happens but it does so diane says that ring has sentimental value to her it was a present from her husband 28 years ago oh could you imagine if it yeah. was gone for good yeah. wow so she says diane well like what are the chances of a child finding a diamond ring in their bag and then turning it in in this way and that they were able to connect so quickly too she's like it's remarkable and i'm still shaking from it so uh Catherine and piper had a chance to meet diane in person and give her the ring and uh you know diane had her chance to say thank you face to face but she also wanted to give the family a reward just for being so good Mm -hmm. and kind and honest and returning the ring to her but they refused they said no they were just happy to return it happy you know it found its rightful owner so diane turned around and instead uh of you know that twenty two hundred and fifty dollars she was going to give the family as a reward she turned around and gave it to the local food bank Oh, so everybody wins in this story. Oh, wow. I can't believe it got resolved so quickly. Seriously. What, like a series of, you know, right place, right time Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Happy ending. And that's all the feels on Move 100.